today, I'm really happy to have Mr. Jamie Beresford on the show. Jamie is the CEO and founder of Fresh Method and also the CEO and founder of Practice Protect. G'day, Jamie. Hi, James. How are you going? Great to be on your show. Been listening for a while. It's good to have you on the show. We've been on quite a big journey together and um, we're just going to do a, a quick 10-minute podcast, see if we can help out our audience with some tips and ideas um, as they navigate through the COVID crisis. So um, why don't you just start by telling us about your businesses? Sure. We have an MSP that's been around since 2005. Uh, it's been the mainstay. Um, it specialises specifically in accountants. It's called Fresh Method. Practice Protect is a SaaS product and it, that came around in 2016. It's essentially a, a, an, auth, a, an access management tool or SSO tool specifically for accountants. And so um, that vertical focus has really come about in the last few years. I think when we, we kind of got to know each other, we were very generalist in, in the managed services space. Tell us a little bit about that. What made you focus on the accounting industry? Being in the Philippines, I think there was a lot of, you know, in, in around that period of time, about 2015, there was a big wave of accounting firms utilising the Philippines. I was living over there at the time. So just by osmosis, I was um, talking to a lot of accounting firms and understanding more specifically their particular problems. And we started building a capability around that. Yeah, right. And um everyone's in a bit of crisis at the moment with the COVID pandemic. Do you think it's been a benefit to have a vertical focus? Uh, I think it has, yeah. Um, simply because you can understand them a lot more deeply when you're having to, you know, there's only so deep you can go when you're looking after 20 or 30 different industries when you have one. Because really when these times hit, right, it's about understanding them. They've got their own problems, okay? You can't call them and talk about a new product that you've got you have to first empathise and really deeply understand. And the thing with accountants, and, and you know, it sounds silly saying this, but what I've learned more about accountants in the last month than I have in the last five years talking to them. Accountants are like financial doctors. And when something like this happens, it's like all of their patients getting sick at once. And I never realised just how personal or emotional it is looking after someone's finances. You know, we're IT guys, right? We look after their IT. It's important that we look after their data, keep them productive, keep um, the wheels turning. When things don't work, it's a big challenge in a business, but it's nothing compared to having conversations around someone when they're about to go broke. Mm. And that's been extremely taxing on accountants. And then you've got the whole job seeker and job keeper thing going on down there in Australia where um, there's government benefits that they've got to dish out, often to clients that can't afford to pay them. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's a tough time for these guys. Mm. They've, they've moved from accountants to therapists. They have, yeah. And there's yeah. already stories coming out of suicides and a lot of focus on mental health. And, you know, you combine that with the fact that everyone's holed up in their spare bedroom, um, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's tough. Mm. How do you, so how has your approach changed? I mean, you, you're not out there on the front foot selling. You're, you're almost a therapist yourself, right? So you've got you to empathise with their situation while they empathise with their clients. Yeah, you've got to understand what that means to them and how you change your conversation. The work from home thing um, has a huge link with Practice Protect. So we do have something relevant to speak to them about. How it's changed our approach more is focusing on that endpoint security with Practice Protect um, as a SaaS tool. Because generally speaking with accountants, it's about cloud, right? Accountants 
um, if, if everyone out there doesn't work with accountants much, they're actually one of the most cloud forward professional services industries out there. Okay, they have um, cloud vendors, QuickBooks, Zero, that have pushed the browser-based uh, computing banner many, many years ago, and they've all followed suit. You know, people look at accountants and say that they're laggards or um, not sort of open to change. That's untrue when it comes to their tech. They're very cloud forward and that's how Practice Protect's kind of helping them secure their cloud applications because that presents, once you bring all of their apps outside of Active Directory, that presents challenges to them. However, with COVID coming along and everyone working from home, that is all of a sudden about endpoints, right? Because you've got people logging in on their son's computer that's riddled with issues. Hmm. Um, the blending going on where you've got um, people typing passwords into web, home web browsers that have got a, a personal keychain running or they're synchronizing with the whole family's um, um, Google account, that presents a lot of issues. So yeah, at a technical level, I understand the audience is, is made up of the MSP community. I think it, it, it's mainly been around securing endpoints. Hmm. So have you been able to sort of adapt your product or adapt your service offering or has it kind of just been, it's been fit for purpose right away? Yeah, we do. Um, we've, um, it's more around the messaging, okay? Mm. Giving them content to help them because at the end of the day, it's not hard to run an antivirus scan on your endpoint. Yep. It's not hard to fire up a browser that you haven't ever used before. It's not hard to go and get yourself a 4G dongle. So it's really, it's really about building trust and giving them content and ideas that um, kind of secure your position with them as well, right? So you, you're the source of information, you're the thought leader, and so they trust you and they continue to, you continue to retain those clients, hopefully. Yeah. 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 And um, if, yeah, I think for us IT guys, it's, you'd be surprised how simple your content needs to be. Mm. We, get, we tend to overcomplicate things and clients hate us for it because yeah. we think the better content is the more complex stuff because it's more interesting to us. But, you know, how to share a document in Office 365, things yeah. like that now that you're working from home, how to collaborate using OneNote. That's just stuff we've done. You know, we, yeah. we, we see that as user stuff, but it's way more interesting to the audience. I found that fascinating. Like we, we um, still operate our MSP in Australia and um, the number of clients that haven't shown any interest at all in Office 365 other than email and all of a sudden, you know, they're opening up the toy box and it's like Microsoft Teams and Stream and this and that and they're like really taking advantage of it. Um, and, and kind of, kind of like, why didn't you show us this before? So well, we've kind of been trying to show you that for yeah. a while now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw a, I saw a comparison the other day. It was an image on LinkedIn and someone had gotten all of the competitive tools. So Slack, Dropbox, yada, 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 and then put in another column Office 365 and like Office 365 is like 30 bucks and all of these other tools amounted to 200 bucks. And the yeah. comments and the, the interaction with that post was amazing. It's like, Shit, such a simple thing. Why haven't we been talking about this more? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And look, um, you know, naturally everyone is fo heavily focused on client retention right now. I think every MSP out there, I think every business out there is really just trying to hang on to their customers. Um, so, you know, other than content, are there some other ways that, you know, you've, you've honed in on clients? Well, being in a specific vertical, we're at their events, we're in their community. Yep. That's that, and that's worked much better than anything really up until COVID where we're having to force to change our strategy. I'd say that 75% of our business has come through events and 
consistently doing events. So you're seeing people several times. And then the thing with accountants, they trust each other more than anything. And when one of them is sort of getting value from your product, talks about it, it's going to move across. And that is the key benefit of a vertical yeah, for sure. And now those events are far more scalable than they were before, right? <laughs> everything's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything's online. As long as you, as long as you wear a shirt, it's it's all good. <laughs> well, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because people are starting all of a sudden reaching a bigger audience, and it's cheaper. Yeah, totally. Um, so, as I said, we're going to keep these podcasts short because a lot of our audience are out there super busy right now. If you had a recommendation, you know, for our audience about helping your customers through this crisis, is there one thing, one little, you know, kind of tip or secret you could share? What would that be? Ask them questions, understand their world first. Yep. You can't go sort of talking about your stuff if it doesn't align with a problem they're having right now. And I think that'll change. I think we're in this sort of hold your breath phase and everyone is. No one really knows what this means. We're all still worried about when our coffee shop's gonna be open. Sooner or later, the coffee shops are gonna reopen and then it's gonna be about, okay, what does this mean for my business and what does this mean for my client's business? So until we get to that point, just just sort of hold your line, ask as many questions as you can to understand your clients as well as you can so that when we come out of this, you know what they need. Yeah. Well, I really hope um, all the vendors that are out there listening as well take note because I've seen them absolutely getting creamed on social media recently for, you know, pushy sales, jumping on the phone, not asking questions, trying to trying to come up with a product fit without actually understanding the circumstances of the client. So I think that's good advice, Jamie. Um, crystal ball time, you know, so this will be over at some point. Things will start to open up again. Um, things will get better. I truly believe that. I know you're an optimist as well, like me. Where do you see the opportunities in a post-pandemic world? I think in change, um, being able to scale, I think to a certain extent, and um, at the bottom end of the marketplace, and when I say bottom, I mean sort of 25 users and less. To a certain extent, I think IT is still a little bit, little bit more complex than it needs to be at that end of the market and helping clients, people want to save, they're going to want to save money, right? Yep. Helping them understand how they can simplify their IT, even if your revenue per client is going to drop to a certain extent, you're going to get more clients if you're going in there to save them money. And hey, you know, they all say marketing wise, you don't go and sell on price, you sell your value. I get that, but it's going to come down to brass tacks. Yeah. If people are looking to save money, they're going to be looking at their bills they're going to go. They're going to feel like their IT's over complex, and they're going to want to look to someone who can simplify it for them. Yeah. Well, they always say the best thing you can sell someone is to save money or make money, right? Yeah. And uh, and I think right now it is about saving money. We I've hesitated. We're, we're updating some of our branding and and stuff for Benchmark three sixty five at the moment, and really the message is we we cut your servicing costs by fifty percent. And even though they say don't you know don't don't just sell on that on that value prop right now. I mean, it rings who, doesn't, true. <laughs> who doesn't, who doesn't want to cut servicing costs by 50%. Right. So Jamie, it was really great to have you on the show, mate. Um, it, it's good to, it's good to talk formally yeah. uh, for a change. Yeah. <laughs> um, so guys, if you want to get in touch with us uh, about any ideas for the podcast, you want to jump on the show or you want to talk to benchmark 365, please drop us an email to hello at benchmark 365.com. We'd love to talk to you. Jamie, thanks for joining us. 
Thanks, James. And good to talk to the audience. Yeah. Talk soon. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to get your own copy of Infinite Scale, just go to benchmark365.com. And if you have any comments, feedback, or suggestions for future podcast episodes, just drop us a line at hello at benchmark365.com. Thanks for listening.